You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hey, friends, welcome back. Well, today is November 2nd, and today we're going to be reading and exploring Psalm 2. So whatever you're doing, quiet your mind, quiet your phone. Let's take a little journey through God's Word. Today we're diving into a few rich verses, and we're going to be extracting valuable insight for each of our lives to apply today. Psalm 2 is a powerful, poetic expression that paints a vivid picture of God's sovereignty and the ultimate authority of His Son, Jesus Christ. It's a call to all nations and rulers to acknowledge His reign, and boy, isn't that appropriate for today, 2023. Let's read the verses together. The theme of Psalm 2 is God's ultimate rule, and it is a psalm written to celebrate the coronation of the Israelite king, as well as the coronation of Christ, the eternal king. It's written by David, and let's read it together. Why do nations conspire and people plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. He rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask me and I will thank and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron and you will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned. You rulers of the earth, serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son or he will be angry and your way will lead to destruction. For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are the ones that take refuge in him. First of all, in verses one through three, we see the rebellion of nations. We see this portrait of earthly powers plotting against God and his anointed. Despite their collective efforts, they stand no chance against his divine counsel. Verses four to six is God's response. And it's God in his unfathomable wisdom looks down from heaven. He's not alarmed, he's not bothered, but he laughs at their futile attempts. He asserts his authority of his chosen king of Zion on his holy hill. Verses 7 through 9, we see a divine decree. The Son, Jesus Christ, is declared as the appointed heir with authority over all nations and the ends of the earth. He holds the scepter of power, calling us to submit and find refuge in him. And then verses 10 through 12 is a call to repentance. The psalmist urges the rulers and the judges of all the earth, be wise, serve the Lord with fear, rejoice with trembling. It's an invitation to embrace the king and find the blessing of his reign. How foolish is it of us to oppose God's plan? Instead of acknowledging, instead of acknowledging his supreme authority, finding comfort in knowing that his purpose will ultimately prevail. Just as the rulers, we are called to submit and we are invited to surrender our lives to the Lordship of Christ. This is where we find true peace, true
true security. So we would be wise to take time to seek the Lord's guidance in all of our decisions, in all of our actions. Remember that His plans are always for our good and His glory, even when we don't understand them, even when they hurt. And so then what do we do in response? We share the message of Christ's reign with those around us. We share our hope, our faith in Jesus, and the reason for that hope. It is a message of hope and salvation for all those who choose to believe. Psalm 2 is a timeless reminder of God's unwavering sovereignty and the supremacy of His Son, Jesus Christ. As you reflect on these truths, it should cause us to find comfort, to seek guidance, and to acknowledge purpose in our walk with Him. In verses 11 and 12, it says, To kiss the Son, to kiss His Son, means to surrender fully to Christ. Jesus is not only God's chosen King, but He is also the rightful King of our hearts, of our lives. I wonder if you and I are following His leadership today. I wonder if we're surrendering to His plan. I wonder if we're allowing our anxiety to cause us to recognize His sovereignty and to submit, to obey, and then prayerfully align with His will, and then proclaim the good news that Jesus is Christ Jesus died for our sins and Jesus is coming back. If you haven't turned on the news lately and you haven't seen what's going around, well, let me just tell you, if you quiet your heart and your mind, you might just hear his steps coming closer and closer and a little faster because friend, Jesus is coming back for his people. I encourage you to take some time today, meditate on Psalm 2 and let its truth resonate in your heart. Let it change that anxiety and worry to acknowledging God and worshiping. Thank you for listening, friends. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?